You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, good day, everyone, and welcome back to Gather by the Ghostlight, original stories for radio theater. I'm Jonathan Cook, and this is the first episode of 2021. A new year, a new journey, and new theatrical tales to fill your ear holes. In today's story, we're going to travel back in time to the year 1900. Picture, if you will, a quaint drawing room in London. A young woman named Beatrix Potter sits at a desk working on a new manuscript. In this moment, however, what she doesn't realize is that in the future, years down the road, her writing is going to spark an inner rage within a farmer whose crops have been plagued by cute little rabbits. A rage so fierce that this desperate man is willing to take any measure to make sure her manuscript is wiped from existence, even if it means traveling back in time to end her life before she has a chance to publish it. Now, gather around the ghost light, sit back and enjoy... This is Beatrix Potter Must Die, written by Patrick Gabridge and performed by Nicole Swanson and Ryan Abel. Mm, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very um, curious, ran straight away to Farmer Smith's garden. What on earth? My heavens! Are you Beatrix Potter? Who are you? I'll ask again. Are you the Beatrix Potter, author and illustrator of the children's book, The Tale of Peter Rabbit? No. You're not? Not yet. It is my dearest wish for it to be published someday, but I haven't completed it. Perfect. I'm just in time. What is that thing you're pointing at me? This? (laughs) This, my dear lady, is the Gamma Blaster 5000, the most powerful handheld particle beam weapon in the entire galaxy. On its lowest setting, it'll take your head clean off. And I've got it set three notches above that, so if you have any last prayers, now be the time to say them. I don't understand. I'm here to kill you. Why? You've ruined my life. I don't even know you. You sound like an American. I've never even been there. (laughs) You've done your damage worldwide. Please, please don't shoot me. I beg you, Mr... McGregor. Mr. McGregor, please. You've made a mistake. 
The only work I've published are illustrations of fungal spores and fossils. A few greeting cards. Yeah, so far. But once Peter Rabbit's published, you change everything. Change everything? How? You make rabbits cute. But I'm here to stop you before it's too late. Might want to close your eyes. No, stop! Don't you at least owe me an explanation? Well, I... I suppose I do. Where are you from? How did you get here? I'm from the future. I travel back in time. You're an American scientist from the future? I'm a farmer. My sister is the inventor. And my book, which I haven't even finished yet, has harmed you and your family? My farm is overrun with rabbits. Cocky little bastards. They're in the lettuce. They're in the French beans, the radishes. The biggest and the boldest ones? They eat my parsley to soothe their fat little tummies when they overeat on my produce. That has nothing to do with me. I've got a little farm in the suburbs surrounded by McMansions. McMansions? Yeah, tacky, oversized houses full of city folk who don't understand that the only good rabbit is a dead rabbit. They pass laws saying I'm not allowed to shoot the little fiends. Perhaps fences? They just squeeze under the gates. I make scarecrows. I keep cats. I chase the beady-eyed demons every chance I get. The other day, I came out to check on the beans that had just sprouted. A horde of rabbits had bitten off the top of every single sprout. But I couldn't do a thing about it because of you. Me? Your little book comes out in two years and is wildly popular. Brave Peter Rabbit, taking on mean old Farmer Smith, bringing home fresh veggies to his mother, brothers, and sisters. (laughs) Flopsy, mopsy, and cottontail. Those cute little drawings and the merchandising. Dolls, board games, tea sets. Before you, no one ever thought rabbits were cute. Now, they've overrun the entire continent of Australia. It's just a children's book. Anti-farm propaganda. There's not a child in the world that hadn't read your filthy little book. You don't say. But I aim to stop it. First you, and then that whack job, Eric Carle. I'm afraid I don't know him. Writes the very hungry caterpillar about 70 years from now. The stuff of nightmares. Does the caterpillar get squished? No. He turns into a beautiful butterfly. And what about the farmer whose crops are ruined by that caterpillar? Do we see his suffering? Do we see him hawking his mother's wedding ring and selling off his favorite tractor to pay the mortgage? No. No, we do not. It sounds tragic. It is. I guess you and Eric Carl are going to commiserate in hell. Say goodbye, Miss Potter. Don't shoot me, please. I didn't know. Too late. I'm here, and you've done what you've done. But I haven't, right? Not yet. What if I just don't write it? I think it's in you. It's gonna come out. What if I change the story? Change it? Isn't that why you're here? To change things? You don't want to shoot me. It ain't so much want to as need to. What if, instead of a hero, Peter is a scalawag? Oh. Well, that would be a change. What if he isn't supposed to go into the garden at all? His mother warns him not to. Very sensible. Rabbits don't belong in gardens. That's my message. Peter gets into terrible trouble. That's better. And he will suffer for being naughty. Farmer Smith shoots him. Bang, bang. 
Let, let's take firearms out of the picture, shall we? Okay, well, how about a pitchfork through the ash? How about he catches a very bad cold and has to go to bed without any supper while Flopsy, Mopsy and Cottontail have bread and milk and blackberries? Peter doesn't get any? Not a crumb. There is a certain justice to that. Uh, but what if you don't keep your word? You obviously know when and where to find me and are firm enough in your intentions to end my life and my work. I am. I love that farm. And I hate those rabbits. Perhaps, in my revised story, I can make the farmer more handsome and appealing. I don't get to spend much time with actual farmers. Step a little closer. Let me see what a farmer really looks like. Oh, yes, that's much better. Would you mind if I take a few sketches of you? I suppose so, uh, but I'm nothing special. I find that highly unlikely. You seem very strong and determined. Well, I like to think that I'm a hard-working man. It certainly shows in your physique. <laughs> oh, gosh, Miss Potter, you're making me blush. Could you stand a little closer to the window so I could imagine the sunlight falling upon you in the fields? I'm out there, rain or shine. But not with that thing in your hand. Oh, the blaster? No. I'd have a shovel or a rake. Of course, that sounds much more natural. Ah, perhaps you could hold this umbrella instead. As if you were raising a rake high over your head, ready to chase Peter Rabbit. Like, uh, this? Close. Here, let me hold the blaster for you. Free up your other hand and then try again. All right, but be careful. The trigger on that thing is kind of touchy. Is this loaded? I wouldn't want to shoot something by accident. It's fully charged, but it's okay. As long as the safety is on, uh, you can't shoot anything unless that switch right there gets flicked up. Like this? Just flick it up and pull the trigger? Now, you should put that down now. Uh, we can get back to making art for your book. The sketches, my physique. <laughs> I think I've seen enough to know how I will draw Farmer McGregor. Now, Miss Potter, uh, Beatrix, if I may, if you could be careful where you point that thing. I am pointing it exactly where I intend. You think I don't get suggestions from my parents, my brother, my editor? Everyone has an opinion. And now you. I didn't mean to criticize. I've had enough. I will write it however I see fit. And if it makes rabbits seem cute, then so be it. And if some other writer chooses to delight children with the tale of a hungry caterpillar, then bully for him. I'll leave him alone, I swear. You'd better. I will give you until the count of ten to exit my home and return to your time machine. Now, why don't you just... One, and leave my umbrella. Okay, I'm going peacefully, you see? Two. I'm real sorry to have bothered you. Three. Uh, but I'm not so sure I should leave my blaster in the year 1900. Four. I'm keeping it in case you come back. I won't, I promise. Five. My oh, friend will be very interested in this. Your friend? Six. H.G. Oh. Wells. Your sister will know all about him. I'm sure she does. Seven. Oh. I wonder, when I shoot you, will it hurt? Okay, okay, I'm leaving. Eight. If you could just be a little tougher on the rabbits, please. Nine. Mr. McGregor, this but, is a Gamma Blaster 500. It's a 5,000. Hush. I've been told it's but, the most powerful handheld particular uh, weapon in the galaxy. It's a particle beam weapon. I said I, hush. Uh, Ten. 
I'd run if I were you. Okay, okay, I'm going. Go on, shoot, uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm sorry, Miss Potter. <laughs> McGregor. Farmer McGregor. <laughs> Though perhaps Peter could be a bit naughty after all. That was Beatrix Potter Must Die, an original production written by Patrick Gabridge, performed by Nicole Swanson and Ryan Abel, produced and directed by Jonathan Cook. Intro and outro music is provided by artist JK47. I want to thank you all for listening, and hey, if you like what you've heard today, please subscribe and stay up to date on when we'll be dropping our next episode. As always, stay safe, and I'll see you next time we gather by the ghost light. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.